Hello, this is John Hacker on Hacking Life with John Hacker. And today I'm going to be talking about the lows. Now, we all have them, frankly. We all have points in our life that are worse than others. It's a fantasy to say that life is always consistently good or consistently bad to people. Or that it feels consistently good or feels consistently bad. And there actually is a very large disconnect between those two things sometimes. It's very possible to feel absolutely great in the worst circumstances and to feel absolutely worst, terrible in the best circumstances. Now, this all comes down to a level of psychology, which I don't personally don't think we as a society truly understand yet. We have an idea and we're getting better at it, but... I don't, we don't fully understand the brain and we don't fully understand why this is. So, but we do understand some of it. And I'm going to lead out with talking a little bit about my experiences with the lows and how I dealt with them, so to speak, if you can really ever deal with them. It's more survive them. Yeah, it's more surviving the lows than dealing with them. So that when the highs come, I'm able to enjoy them once again. And I hope that you will be able to take something out of this to understand that even when you're at your low, you are able to survive it and get to that high again. Now, again, there are multiple factors. There's external and internal. Um, they usually are married, though. Usually life is being rather poor to you. And at the same time, you feel rather poorly about life. And when life is being good to you, you feel rather good about life, though not always, as I said before. And in one of my cases where I both felt poorly about life and life is being very poor to me, um, was, I think it was back a couple of years now. For me personally, the thing that always gets me is when a member of my team or a close friend ends up betraying what we're doing or me personally. And that that's, that's always really thrown me off because I really value the people that are willing to put the time and energy to make my why and thus create and join on in that why happen. Uh, it, it always gets me. It doesn't matter. And I don't think that's ever going to change, but that's usually where my lows happen. And that's, this is an example of one of them. Um, there was some other stuff going on at the time. There were some deaths in the family. My, my dog had actually died um, just around there as well. Their name was Rufus. or what? No, it was Bentley first and then Rufus. They both died in a relatively short duration, which was a shame. They were both really good dogs. Um, but anyways, so during this period, we were in a program, an accelerator program, actually. Uh, this was earlier on in the business and we were working hard over a hundred hours a week, talking to people, trying to understand what they wanted, really driven by that. Why? And this had been honestly my first time leading a team. So a lot of mistakes were made. I, I made a lot of mistakes and I still do to this day. Trust me. <laughs> and that will be the case 10 years from now, a hundred years from now, if I somehow live that long. Which is an interesting topic, but that, that's going to be a different episode. But 
at that point in time, a particular member of the team ended up emailing a program that we were looking to join and basically telling them not to accept the team. And I had known that this individual had was getting upset with the team in our process, but I hadn't realized it had gone that bad. And that hit me, honestly. It didn't help that we had deaths in the family and then the dogs at the same time. And I'm not trying to do a pity party here. People have experienced far worse all over the place, all the time. It's kind of how life works. But, you know, it's um, there's actually this great song by AGR, World Smiles Violin. It's possible for someone to experience a bad thing and some possible for someone else to experience a worse thing and your experience to still have happened. It doesn't mean that you can't or shouldn't recognize that. It doesn't mean that you should beat yourself up because, you know, you don't beat another person in the, uh, oh, I experienced worse things game. That in itself is very destructive. Um, you don't want to win that game and you, you should feel very blessed if you don't. Um, but anyways, this particular moment in my life was really terrible, frankly. At least it felt that way at the time. Honestly, worse things have happened since, but this is a good example for the podcast. And my mindset in that time was something that I hope you guys can either learn from the mistakes in it or learn from the successes. And personally, what I saw was kept me going was, again, the why. The why is always going to be the main factor. That's what's going to keep you getting up in the morning, whatever that is for you. But also just pure stubbornness, I guess. Yeah. I, I think that's the best thing to call it. When you're at your worst, when you feel at your worst, when you're performing at your worst, how do you still perform? How do you still be productive? Frankly, it's stubbornness. There's no logical reasoning to be able to continue to perform, be able to continue to do things at your best, at your worst. I mean, like, that's just not how it works. It's a purely emotional thing. And drive is a part of it. Determination is a part of it. But really, it's more as an I will not give up and allow this period, these events, myself, to get in the way between me and what I want to do. That's what I told myself. Constantly repeating that mantra, which we also need to talk about mantras at some point, but repeating that mantra of, I will not give up. My why is important enough to withstand this. And let me, make, let me emphasize that. Your goal when you're at your worst is to withstand the tide. Because emotions in this cycle is kind of like the rolling tide of the ocean. Sometimes it's up to your knees. Sometimes it's over your head. And sometimes it's nowhere to be seen. And that's just kind of how life rolls. Over time, you learn more and more. You toughen up and you become better able to withstand the tide. That's the ideal. And you're just, you're going to feel that pain those first couple of times. That's the price to admission. But sometimes, sometimes the pain doesn't decrease, but your resilience does increase. Your resilience increases. 
in the end, it's really on a person by person basis what can get you through those times. Just to anyone listening, know that if you are currently experiencing one of those periods of your life, it will pass. That time I talked about, it passed for me. I got through it, and you'll get through it too. Eventually, things will get better. Because eventually things change. They always do. Nothing remains constant. And if things change, your situation will change. It may get worse, but eventually, just on pure time scale, it will get better, if even only by a little bit. Now, I'm not endorsing taking a passive stance to your life here. It may sound like I'm saying, oh, just wait it out. No, you should be persistently pushing to make it better. Because if you want to have a fate that you enjoy, you have to forge that fate. But sometimes it can be hard to. And at the bare minimum, it is required of you in order to survive and to push forward to withstand your lows and to continue. And if you want to do something with your life, if you want to be something with your life, which not everyone does, and that's okay. And I mean, well, actually, let me rephrase. Everyone does. It's just different things. You have to pursue your why while you're at your lows, while you're at your lowest. There's no choice. Now, another thing on this topic, which is typically, it's kind of shamed, is coping mechanisms. Now, there's a reason why people have a very negative connotation, very negative mindset around coping mechanisms. It's because a lot of them can become vices. A lot of them can get worse and worse and spiral and spiral, and you don't want that. No one wants that. But there are... I wouldn't necessarily say healthy, but there are better coping mechanisms out there that can help push for your why while you're at your worst. For me, my why is this company and what we're doing. And I'll talk more again about that on a later video as well. That that takes <laughs> that's a deserves an episode of its own. But because my why is that, my coping mechanism is working harder, longer, and more. Now, if your why is potentially family, then your coping mechanism may be spending more time with family to recharge during these really terrible periods. If your why is, I don't know, if your why is doing something, writing a book, it might be pushing yourself into writing that book. If your why is becoming, getting a certification, getting a degree, you might push yourself into that degree. And I'm not saying pushing yourself into work is the only thing you can do, but it's a better coping mechanism than letting yourself rot. Though, again, on the note of coping mechanisms, there's a couple of requirements, in my opinion, for it to be a usable coping mechanism. Number one, it does not cause harm to yourself. Let me repeat that. It does not cause harm to yourself. That's extremely important. And a lot of coping mechanisms that may seem great at first tend to cause harm to the self. So make sure to keep an eye on that. Second, it cannot cause harm to others. Lashing out tends to have very poor results. 
And it's not a sustainable coping mechanism because very soon you'll find yourself surrounded by nobody. And third, like I've been mentioning, it pushes your why. You only have so much life to live. We're only around for so long on this planet. If you're not able to push for what you care about, even when you feel your worst, when you're at your worst, you're not going to get anywhere, frankly. You're not going to be able to make that why a reality because you don't have the time to wait. You never have the time to wait. The game is about persistence, not patience. Patience is a fallacy. It's all about persisting in what you need to do. That stubbornness to survive your worst is what you need. Now, feel free to disagree with me on this. Everyone has their own perspective on their worst times. And sometimes it makes sense to give yourself time to work through your emotions. I think that's a very healthy coping mechanism personally, or at least more healthy. But at the very least, take this from this. Life is like a roller coaster. You have highs, you have lows. And when you're in the tunnel, you don't know really when it ends until you see the light on the other side. That's okay. Understand that. And it's going to make surviving a lot easier. You know the roller coaster, when you're on it, eventually will exit that tunnel. You know it. You know that it'll exit the low. Eventually. Eventually. And just like that is for a roller coaster. It's the same for life. You know that you'll escape the low eventually. And you know that at some point it's going to end. And that's really, that's life, folks. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great morning evening or night depending on when and where you're listening to this and i hope you got something out of today's podcast this is episode five and have a great day folks